happened within the day. And I was just being told today how the things that I talk about, just the little stories of the day, like all of a sudden they'll come into the same exact experience and they'll be like, oh, this is what Penny was talking about. Um, yeah. Well, just, we've been doing ministry a very, very long time. And I mean, it seems like millions of years when you're in the spirit, you're in eternity. And we've just dealt with every type of soul of every nation. And I've learned that most people are at a place where they don't even know their father. They know about him. They've read about him in the Bible. But their day-to-day -day routines and the actions and the thoughts in their mind and what they really believe in their hearts, there's very little faith. Yep. Very little faith because what's in your heart, your mouth speaks. Yep. And the stuff I hear out of people's mouths is so natural, so political. Yep oftentimes so religious. The seed of Herod and the seed of the Pharisees is all politics and all religions. And completely filled with fear. And, it, and it's a Don't seed worry. of demons. Beelzebub. Beelzebul literally means in Hebrew king of the demons. Beelzebul. And so the demons come and through any soul that has sin in it can breathe those lies. And that's how the seeds of Herod, all politics, and the seeds of the Pharisees, all religions, all religions, everything of this creation is religion. True Christianity is not a part of this creation. It's a different seed. It's of the third heaven, not the stars and sands of the second heavens and the earth. So it's completely other. It's not a part of this world. So any religions, any worldliness, any starlight witchcraft that has the appearance of good, the knowledge of good, and it's for your brain, your flesh, and not your spirit, it's all demonic. It's all satanic. It's all confusion. That's why they weep and gnash their teeth at the true seed of the third heaven that's now here in full maturation called the sons of God. We've been born of the seed of the Word of God. That seed cannot sin. Not that we're without sin. We're redeemed sinners. That's why He died on the cross. To save us and get Himself in us so that we could be the temples of the Holy Spirit instead of the temples of demons. And a lot of people, once they get born again, Galatians 3.1, this is like millions and millions of Christians, you guys. We deal with it in the whole world, 195 nations, about 100 million people touched our ministry. We've been doing this 11 years. It's everywhere. This is not just common to the USA. It's the whole planet, the whole world. Once they get born again and have a Holy Ghost experience, oftentimes religious people will come in, like the Judaizers that the Apostle Paul had to deal with in the New Testament, and they put you again under a yoke of rules and regulations called the curse of the law. They put you under the ministry of condemnation. And these are sorcerers that call themselves pastors. They don't, uh, most of them don't know they're doing it, but the demons working through their brains, called the sin nature, they know what they're doing. Most men and women are totally oblivious to the works of demons through their souls. 
And if they know they're working with demons, so that's a different type of sorcerer altogether. That's a real warlock. Most pastors are not real warlocks. They're just ignorant. Most pastors, most teachers, evangelists, and even people that say apostles and prophets at best are baby apostles and baby prophets. The true apostolic witness has no worldliness in it, and it certainly has no religion in it. You want to test them to see if they're a real apostle? See how they take token the ghost, or getting drunk on the Holy Spirit. If they're enemies of the cup of the new covenant that's supremely intoxicating, Psalms 23, they're false apostles and they're false prophets. I tell you the truth, and I love everybody, but you have been so infiltrated by hirelings in Christianity worldwide, people that just tell you stuff, information that has the appearance of God that's just for them to make money, that most Christians are filled with confusion and not the glory of God. A real apostle will bring the glory of God, the third heaven throne of God, and will remove the confusion in your souls so the mental clarity is like the bright morning star Jesus Christ, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day through your hearts and minds. If that confusion sets in, everything that teacher and that preacher is telling you is a lie. When the river of life is flowing through you, the Bible calls that crystal clear living waters. Okay? I highly recommend everyone study out of the Amplified Translation. I, know I spend hours a day in the Word. It's, it's so important. It's food. The written Word of God is the sword of the Spirit, the Logos of God. Hebrews 4.12 says, The Logos, the written Word, is our sword. Obviously, the Holy Spirit only moves through the written Word, and He never moves apart from the written Word, because the written Word is Jesus Christ Himself, animated, resurrected in life by the Spirit of Holiness. So you got to get into the Word and the Spirit. And that's called the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. That's the flashing sword of the tree of life that engrafts your hearts and engrafts your minds into the olive tree of spiritual Israel. Heavenly Jerusalem, third heaven. We are the Zion above. We're not the Zion below. We're not the circumcised of the flesh. Romans chapter 1 and 2 says we're the circumcised of heart and mind. True Jews. Circumcised of heart, circumcised of mind. If someone is only naturally Christian, if someone is only outwardly Christian and has all the right words but doesn't have the circumcision of the heart and the mind of Christ like the bright morning star through their foreheads, they're a false brethren and an enemy of Christ. And they're everywhere, guys. The whole world has been saturated with potent sorcery. The book of Revelation calls it the deception of the whole world. And Babylon is the word for confusion. The system you guys grew up in spiritually. I know we grew up in the USA, we grew up in all these nations, but the world system of fallen angels and the king of the fallen angels and the king of demons, his name is Satan. Some people call him Lucifer, but in Hebrew it's Abaddon. 
Lord of the Abyss, because that's everything of the realm of death. He's got many names. Jesus Christ has more names, but you have to understand there's only two thrones at work here in the whole world. And the whole world consists of all stars and the earth. <laughs> and the earth is the center of the universe. I mean, that is because it's all about mankind being redeemed by the Creator. And sorcerers and liars and wizards and warlocks have hidden this from you that know this stuff, I'm telling you that really know what's going on here and lie to you on purpose to control you and manipulate you. And there's many secret societies and they're more diabolical than you can even imagine in all of your fearing conspiracy theories. <laughs> and it... It's Satan and his sons. Mm -hmm. Lucifer has kids. Lucifer has sons and daughters. They're called witches and warlocks. They're full of starlight, of the dragon's tail that swept one-third of the stars. These are all verses from the book of Revelation, I'm telling you guys. This isn't my teaching. This is the teaching of my Father in Heaven. You have to understand this stuff if you want to be a teacher so that you can teach people accurately why things are the way they are in the world. Because we come, of, come out of such insane confusion. The confusion is so insane, you guys, that unless you have a new vocabulary of the Word of God, there is zero hope of coming out of it. You have to trade in your confusion for His crystal clear mental clarity waters. If you hold on to what you think you know and what you've learned in Christianity and your little buildings made by human hands and your Bible certificates and I graduated from this charismatic ministry, this prophetic ministry, this apostolic ministry, and it's like we've had dozens of those people come through our schools and they're the most demon-possessed people of all because it's just charismatic witchcraft. The, the confusion is beyond human comprehension. They have filled themselves to the max in their souls with Lucifer's starlight, thinking starlight, created light, is God's glory. And they're just completely gone, and they're always frustrated. They have highs and lows, highs and lows, and it's just always a roller coaster. There's no consistency. There's no anchor for the soul. It's just up and down, up and down, up and down. Schizophrenic Christians everywhere, double-minded, unstable in all their ways, because they haven't yet learned the way of Jesus Christ. Even though they've been through all the charismatic schools, they've looked and studied the Bible, until you are in the Holy Spirit River and led in your mind by the throne of God and understand that you are the temple of the throne of God. It's not something out there. It's not out in the stars. It's in you. This is what He died on the cross for. To live inside His people. As it's written, I will write my laws upon their hearts and I will write them upon their minds. And they will be my people, and I will be their God. That's the scripture. So that God can dwell not outside His people, that's Old Covenant, but within His people, that's the New Covenant. Out of your heart proceeds rivers of living waters. Now, you're not going to get any more of God than you already got the day you are born again. What happens is that seed of Jesus Christ that entered your heart grows. And until you value the seed of Jesus Christ in your heart, it will never grow up as a tree of life, 
through your soul and become the righteous branch through your renewed mind. For the leaves of that tree are the covering of the nations and the removing of all the fallen angels. But until you value the seed of the Word of God in your heart, Jesus Christ, and worship that seed, I mean, that's the Messiah, you guys. That's salvation. It's Jesus Christ. I mean, you're never going to get more than what you got when you ask Jesus Christ. And it's embryonic. It's in seed form. It doesn't come in full maturation. Everything the Father has ever done comes in seed form. And He watches what you do with it. Are you a good steward of your talents? Are you a good steward of the seed of the kingdom? I mean, that's every parable of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He doesn't just give you the whole mature tree of life into your heart when you're born again. That's a doctrine of demons. He gives you the seed form, and you have to become dependent on the river of life to grow it through your heart and blossom through your soul. And it becomes the menorah of life before His throne through your entire soul. And out of your soul proceeds the entirety of God the Father for those who believe and for those who obey His Word. For those who obey the Holy Spirit are the sons of God. It is written. And that is the way of Jesus Christ. So, what do you do? You drink. you got to learn how to drink the Holy Spirit. The only time Jesus Christ ever offered the New Covenant to anyone in the New Testament, He handed them a cup. He said, this is the cup of the New Covenant in my blood. Drink it whenever you remember me. That's the Messiah handing you His heart. There's no vampirism. You're drinking the Holy Spirit, the river of life. You're drinking the blood of the new covenant. And it's not human blood. It's called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the blood of Jesus. (laughs) And until the Holy Spirit becomes your heart, and the Holy Spirit becomes your soul and mind, you'll be lost in this world. Because He's not going to do anything here apart from His Spirit. That the Spirit is the covenant. The Spirit is the seal of salvation, it is written. God doesn't do one single thing in this entire universe apart from His Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is called Counselor. The Holy Spirit is called Helper. The Holy Spirit is the Paraclete, the one called alongside to help. He's the faceless man. And He wants to wear your face, which means you can't have your life. If you live your human life, you'll die. You have chosen error. You have chosen the way of death. You have chosen the way of sin. But if you live the Holy Spirit's life, you begin to taste of the life of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. (laughs) For Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Father are one. Trinity, the living God. You have to understand that, and they will never break from their covenant with you. But you can disobey, as it's written in Revelation 12, 11, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and not loving their lives unto death. Which means, if you love your life, you cannot overcome. Those who love their life and cling to their own soul 
instead of letting the Holy Spirit manifest the soul of Jesus through you, called the seven blazing torches, you will have no victory in your soul ever. It's just religion. It's just darkness. It's just gaping about in darkness and praying prayers into a brass heavens because you're religious. But when you yield your heart and soul to the Holy Spirit, you get filled and flooded with the Godhead and Jesus Christ possesses your soul by the Holy Spirit. And of course, everything the Holy Spirit does through you is easy and light and it's wonderful and glorious. The reason why we have such a hard time is because we are reluctant to yield and surrender our souls to the invisible God, the Holy Spirit, the faceless man, the paraclete. He's helping us. And there's a lot of grace. He's the most wonderful person you ever meet. He's literally the spirit of your Father in heaven. He loves you more than you'll ever know. But let's start with knowing his love a little bit. That's a good start to get all the orphan stuff out of our minds. To get all that orphan. You're not abandoned. He's Emmanuel. He's God with us. He's closer than a brother. You got to get to know the Holy Spirit, the faceless man. You cannot grow without being totally dependent upon the river of life called the Holy Spirit. That's the blood of Jesus. That's the new covenant. He is equal to the Father and the Son. And He's been here 100% for 2,000 years since Pentecost. But man and all of his rebellion and all of his religion have departed from the river of life and have built in Egypt and have built in Sodom. Those are spiritual places in the spirit world controlled by demons and devils. Pharaoh is a terrible false father who always pretends to be Jesus Christ and gets all the religious Christians building bricks for buildings made by human hands, building programs, and all kinds of sweatshops and beat yourself up condemnation Christianity that has absolutely zero to do with the new covenant. That's not even 1% what real Christianity is like. In Luke 15, Jesus Christ told us what real Christianity is. He says, you older prodigals have to come in from being doo-doos, always doo-dooing, and you younger prodigals have to come in from being poo-poos, always poo-pooing. And you come into the Father, and what you repent of your rebellion poo-poo, and your religion doo-doo, and you feast. And you learn how to partake of the Father's sacrificed calf <laughs> called Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain. And you begin feasting on His flesh, John chapter 6. You begin feasting on His blood, and you metamorphosize. It's not by works, and it's obviously, we all know, not by rebellion. It's by what He did for us. And when you come into the Father's feast, you come into real Christianity, and you rest from your strange fire, dead works, and frustrated labors. And that's when you begin to partake of the eternal covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ. When you begin feasting. Christianity has always been a feast. Demons have corrupted it into religion and doo-doos, and people can't get any fulfillment or pleasure in religion, so they always go into rebellion and jerking off to pornography and getting drunk and carousing and adultery and every vile, wicked thin thing that's done in Sodom and every disgusting abomination of the Antichrist religious spirit that's done in Egypt. All of that stuff in the world is the darkness of Abaddon over the abyss. And that's what we're here to do away with 
by the river of life, by his blood sacrifice, getting everyone to repent or return to the river. When you hear the word repent, think return to the river and drink his sacrifice and be washed in your hearts and your minds with the river of his Zoe life and be filled with the third heaven glory of God and let all poverty, all sickness, all disease, all wrongdoing, all rebellion, all religion cease and be filled with the Godhead and overflow with new wine, every single one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If you guys want to support this ministry, donate at rhythmin.com. Be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory to God. This is my amen face. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly dilly.